Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, we are going to be talking about habits that will improve your life. Um, and I feel like we're going to be covering a very wide range of things today. I also want to say that Sierra and I do not do these things all the time, all day long, especially like there's some of these that like, guess what? I do not do. But I feel like this episode is going to just be a place where we can share good things that work for a lot of people to help kind of them help them find like center and like ground themselves and like, okay, this is what I need to do in order to feel more organized. And so I feel like the more you can hear just different options, the more that you can say, okay, this could be something that works for me. And it's just like a good place to start. So these are just all options. You don't have to do everything. Like this is a lot of stuff. It'd be insane to think that everyone would do every single one of these things. But hopefully just listening to this episode will give you guys some ideas of a few things you could implement into your life. Or if you like say, oh, I already do that, but I hadn't thought about doing it this way. Or like I hadn't thought about that being something that I'm doing for myself. So I can kind of like kind of put that in the column of like that's my self-care stuff that I do for me just you know if it helps you reframe things in your mind especially because talking about like habits that will improve your life it really is like deciding what improves your life is very subjective and so these are just things that Sierra and I thought would be helpful make someone's Mm -hmm. life a little more fulfilling and have more in it I guess I don't know and I also like the idea of just like habits are small things that we do And I like the idea of focusing on habits that can improve your life because really I feel like it's the culmination of the small things that we do throughout our days, throughout our life that adds up to like the big picture stuff when we think of like, oh, like I feel fulfilled in this aspect of my life. And it's not always just like the big things we don't like. We don't do big things all the time. Just as humans, we don't. So it's the small things that we do that add up over time. I will say also before we go into our weekly spotlights, I'm going to ask you guys for a book rec. Um, I feel like a kind of related book to this topic is Atomic Habits, which is a very, very, very popular book. But I've never picked it up because in my mind, I'm kind of concerned that it would just be me reading something that like in theory, I already know. So if you guys have read it and you do think it's a really good book and would recommend it, let me know. And maybe I'll consider it. It's just one of those books where I'm kind of like, you feel like you already know what it's going to say. I'm going to know what it's going to say. It's not really going to like do anything to change my habits. So if anyone's read it. Yeah, it's hard for, I think, both Megan and I to come up with, like, we're big fiction gals. I don't like reading nonfiction. Um, And so if you guys read any fiction or or not fiction, if you read any nonfiction or, like, life help books, but, like, I'm not big in, like, the self-help kind of kick. Like, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. So something that's not quite self-help but still, like, is... Like, where you actually got something out of it and you felt like it was meaningful, but it wasn't... I just feel like a lot of self-help books say the same thing. Mm-hmm. over and over and in a way like you kind of already know what it's gonna say so weekly spotlights um my weekly spotlight I'm gonna say that's like the weather's actually been getting nicer and it was doing that earlier this year but then it like there was a good two or three weeks where it was decided it was going to be cold again and rainy and windy and we're not in the clear but like the sun's been out for the past couple of days it's been warm enough where I don't have to like wear a coat so 
it just really like lifts me up when I walk outside and it's sunny out and it's warm. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know if I have a specific spotlight, I guess. Um, we didn't have class like our 10 a.m. class that we normally have on Monday. We didn't have that today. So I got to sleep in a little bit. Then Megan, I went to Starbucks and like actually sat down and did some work there and it was just nice to have like a delayed start to the school day. And then we actually did have class. It wasn't like actual class. It was like a group kind of assignment project. Type yeah, it was thing. like a good day. Good Monday to start the week because we also had like lunch provided to us. We had like pizza. So that was good too. Good Monday. Good Monday. Um, but I figured we could do kind of a quick weekend recap. So Friday we didn't do anything, right? But mm. Saturday we at some point went to Haley's house and just hung out with her. We went um, furniture shopping to like look at stuff. We didn't buy anything. And then we watched Shrek on Netflix. Yeah. Which, like, they, I swear they just put the Shrek movies on Netflix. And, and now they're already saying, like, April, whatever, they were going to get taken off. And I was just like, so what? You had them on here for a month? Pretty much. And then I've done some reading. I'm in the middle of reading Project Hail Mary, you guys. And, like, I'm loving it so far. I'm, like, halfway through almost. And I'm like, if I wanted to read like four hours today, I could maybe finish it. But I don't know how much time I'm going to have to read. Four hours might be pushing it. That'd be literally my entire evening. You guys, guess what I did yesterday? I finished the book that I was reading. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to read Colleen Hoover. So I have Heartbones on my Kindle. I read the whole freaking book yesterday. Six hours of my life. But I loved it. It was a good book. (laughs) So that was a good weekend. And then, honestly, I read for six hours. But then before that, like for my... Other parts of my day, Maggie and I went and got pizza for lunch. We actually went to a nice little sit-down, like it was a wood-burning uh, pizza place. So it was a nice pizza place. Um, we went to Von Mar, shopped around for a little bit. And then I still did some, like, actual, like, school stuff. So it was a good day. Good weekend, I think. Yeah. As we head into the chaos that will be these next few weeks. Mostly just, like, this the week after this one. It's going to be chaotic. And that's the week leading into Hilly's wedding, so I'm just like, ah! I know it's not like I really have anything to do like to prep for Haley's wedding, but it's just the fact that like I know a lot of people are going to be like sending things of like what's going on that week and I'm going to be like, I kind of just have to like worry about my own stuff right now. And then, I don't know, just like Thursday and Friday, in addition to still having like school both of those days and like having research day, like literally the Friday before before Haley's wedding. I don't know. Like I have to make time for family stuff because like people are going to be in town, but I also have to like focus to finish up my week. And it's, I don't think it's going to be, like, that hard to balance, but I'm just, like, I know I'm going to want to be, like, in wedding mode, and I Because we have people be. coming up, like, Thursday, like, evening, I think is the earliest that anyone's coming up for the wedding, which I think might just be our mom. I don't really know. But, like, we're supposed to, like, get our nails done at some point. And I'm also stressed because Megan and I have been, like, you know, going on and off of, like, biting her nails, not biting her nails. And so I'm, like, I need to, like, be in a phase where I'm, I'm not well biting right now, like, nails. I think I can actually, like, stick it out these like, next two weeks. Because I need to have my nails be in some shape like when we go we're gonna show up to get our nails done at an actual place which like we don't really do hardly ever um and I don't want to show up and be like okay paint my nails and have the people just be like what nails what (laughs) what do you want me to do but they're doing okay I think they will be in good standing I don't need them to be long I just need them to be in a form that can be painted they don't look that bad but like I've been biting my skin around my nails too sorry if this is grossing you out but I'm honestly kind of like, they've made such a quick turnaround. It honestly kind of shocks me. You're like, why don't I do this more often? (laughs) I'm like, it's been four days of commitment maybe so far since I've really been like, you have to focus. You have to really put in the work. 
And now they're fine. And they look really quite good already. <laughs> so they just need to keep growing. Yeah. So hopefully that will go well. And then I just feel I like think be our maid of honor speech is like done. I don't know if we're planning on tweaking it. I think I might have to like go still. through. Um, Definitely at least the last time I read it, it was like it might have needed a few like grammar, or like grammatical tweaks or something. I was like, that kind of sounds weird. But that's there, you know. At least we got it done. Because honestly, imagine shoving it off any more than we did. And we'd be like, where would we, we be fitting in the time to do that? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have time. I'd be like, Haley, I cannot. I thought it was funny. We told Haley we'd finished it. And she was like, oh, like you guys are on top of it. And I was like, we're supposed to finish this back in December. It was our own deadline. But like for us, we we're like, we're late on this. And I'm like, when do people normally finish maid of honor speeches? Because we're only two weeks out from your wedding. And I just finished it. Well, our dad still has to finish his speech, so I guess it's not, we're not cutting it too close, I suppose. Okay. Do you have anything else to add, talk about? I think that we're ready to roll. Okay. So, we just kind of have a list that, honestly, I have to give the credit to Megan. Megan did a lot of the prepping and planning for this episode. So, I think one of the um, first topics we're going to talk about, and what I think, honestly, has been huge in my life is the act of finding a way to organize your life. And so some of the ideas that we have written down include things like, first of all, are you more of a digital person or a paper person? Because I feel like that's a good way to start with how you might think of ways to organize your life. If you're more of a paper or like physical copy of things kind of person, a planner would be a great thing to do. I was a big planner Or if you're like a creative person, a bullet journal, if like, Mm -hmm. but that takes time. So you'd have to be able to commit the time to doing that. I was a huge, like, physical planner person in undergrad. Like, I was like, I can't live without a planner. Like, I need to be able to physically mark things down. And then I don't know if it was, like, my senior year of undergrad that I, like, stopped doing the physical planner. But now I'm, like, a completely digital person. So you might change, like, throughout your life, too. If you feel like you've been doing something for a long time and it's not really working as well anymore, you could try switching. I feel like what really made the difference for me was in grad school, a lot more time for me was, like, blocked off. And so I feel like I didn't need to just know my like class schedule like I needed to know like times that I had things going on there's just a lot more going on so having time blocked stuff which I thought was easier to do on google calendar versus like where I could have it repeat things versus making a like physical planner would have to fill everything out that would be like way too much work Mm -hmm. so that was why I decided to switch um but I did really like having a planner that was really good for assignments and whatnot but I've just also switched to putting assignments and due dates on google calendar as well and i also like that on not that you can do this for a planner too you can do it on whatever planning thing you decide to use but i also really like that i can put like personal things that i have going on in there and so i can really just like see everything that i have going on i'm also like aside from just using google calendar i'm a big like iphone notes app to-do list person like i genuinely do not know what i would how i would function without my daily to-do list like i've had it for as long as i can remember and I don't know, like, I didn't have it during undergrad, I don't think. But that's because I didn't have, like, as many small, like, daily tasks that had to be done or, like, ways to organize. She also has organized. She has daily tasks. And then she has, like, things in the future. Don't know when they're going to get done, but they need to get done. Yeah. I put that at the, my daily to-do list can go out as far as, like, a week, honestly, if I get ahead on it. But then at the end of the, like, at the bottom when there's no, like, specific day, like, I have assignments or, like, projects that I know have to be due in the future that I can't, like, let slip to the back of my mind, but they're, like, just there. It's, like, a placeholder for, like, don't forget about this. 
Or it's always kind of like if you end up having more time than you think you had, you can always like pull something up from the bottom, mm-hmm. decide to work on that. Um, something else is I hear a lot of good things about Notion, which is another online platform organization system. I honestly don't know a lot about how people use it, but the little bit that I do know, it's like it seems very customizable. Um, aesthetically, I think you have like some more options on what you want it to look like. So if that's something that pleases you and makes you more likely to use something and stick to it, then that could be a good option. I don't really know what else it has in terms of like capabilities or anything, um, but I think it has, it's more than just a calendar. I think it really has a lot more like organizational stuff to it. So I think something else you can keep in mind when it comes to organizing, organizing your day is how much do you want to actually like structurally, structurally organize things. I know there's some people who use Google Calendar and they like literally time block from like the time they wake up to the time they go to bed. They have like what everything is, not even just like work, school, It could be shower, breakfast, Yeah, like some people do that. That's not me. It's not me either. It's when I have like, if I have to like physically be something like no, nothing can get in the way of this thing, like class or whatever else, then that has to go on my Google Calendar. But like other stuff, no. But. That works for some people. So I'm just putting out there to say, like, if you want to, like, time block your entire day, you can do that and that can hold you accountable. I think that I like to do what Megan said and I like to time block my physical things where I have to be at this place at this time. And that goes in my Google Calendar. And then I use my daily to-do list of, like, here's everything I need to get done today and, like, whenever I do it. I I also feel like what can be helpful, too, is deciding, like, on a given day. um, Because I don't stick to one specific thing with what I'm about to say. I do it depending on what works best for me. But there's different days where I decide to run based off a to-do list and there's different days where I decide to run based off of a time block type situation. Mm-hmm. And so a to-do list might work better for me if there's like specific things that I know that I want to get done. It doesn't really matter how long it's going to take me. Like those things need to get done. And then maybe I don't always finish everything on my to-do list because maybe I didn't get to everything on it. Now there's other days where I really want, I have a lot going on and I know that I'd feel good if I tackled like a little bit of everything and so in those situations, I like to time block, like do this for X amount of time. I don't necessarily put it on a Google Calendar. I just write like a time amount next to it on my like to-do list in my iPhone. And that helps me know that, okay, I will get this X amount of time. I do two hours of this. Like it'll get done. And I don't know how much I'm going to accomplish, let's say, or what's going to happen in that time frame. But at least I know I'm going to be able to check it off of my to-do list and move on to the next thing. So... Depending on what I have going on, I kind of organize things a little bit differently. Yeah, I do that too sometimes. Um, just wanted to point out something else I like about like the digital planning kind of stuff is that usually it's transferable, transferable between devices. And so you can look at your calendar or your phone or your iPad and like your Google Calendar can be on all those things. So like that's something where if you don't have your physical planner with you, like you wouldn't be able to be like, what do I have like at this time? Mm-hmm. So that's another point for why I like some of the digital stuff. Um, I guess to finish off this category too is just like, why is this organization stuff something we're talking about for like habits to improve your life? I feel like if you don't have a good hold on any sort of like organizational sense, you're going to feel more anxious and just like not really know what's all ahead, what's coming at you. And so I feel like it's just like a good way for you to find something that works for you to stay in control of the different things you have going on. And so I think organization and calendars and planners are good in that sense. You just have to find what level of like rigidness works for you. Maybe you're still like a pretty like not structural person. I still feel like you need 
a general idea of like, this is when things need to be done. Here's how I'm going to like have some sort of structure to my life. So I'm not just like constantly throwing things to the side. I've even found that this is more so for our, we have different like calendars, I guess, for different stuff. So we have like, I use my Google calendar for school stuff. And then Megan, I have our content calendar for like social media stuff, content stuff on like a Google Drive, Excel kind of thing. And I've even found for that where it's like content creation, you can have like a specific date that you want something to be done or posted, but also planning like how you're going to break that down has been so helpful because there have been times in the past where Megan and I have had a video concept or a video idea that's like, oh, well, this will go live this Saturday. And then all of a sudden it gets to like Wednesday of that week and we're like, we haven't filmed the video. Now we don't have the time to film the video because we didn't plan ahead of time. And so I think just you don't have to obviously do this with content creation, but just like if you have an assignment that's due, maybe break that assignment down and say, I want to get this part of the assignment done at this time. Like break it down like that. So by the time the due date or whatever actually comes, you are fully ready to be done with it. Yeah. Okay. Next category. This is like not related at all, but having a semi-regular sleep schedule, this is something that I have gotten better at, but it's also still something like I know I'm going I could continue getting better at this. But I will say I used to be someone who like I could sleep until like 11, 12, 1 in like high school, easy, no problem. And I don't do that anymore. So in that sense, I have gotten better. Um, having a semi-regular sleep schedule, some people are really, really good at like having a sleep schedule, sticking to it all the time. I do allow myself to sleep in a little bit more on the weekends, maybe to like 8, 9, maybe a little later, just like depending on the day. But I do find that, like, I always kind of set an alarm for, like, nine at the latest now just because mm-hmm. I'd like to get up, get going with my day, and not sleep the day away. And so that helps a little bit. During the week, I feel like usually I get up around 6.30 or 7. Um, so that's, like, not too much of a drastic change between weekdays and weekends. Um, there's a lot of studies that do research on sleep and just, like, the more consistent you are with your sleep schedule and if you get, like, seven to nine hours of sleep – that's very good for you and your brain health. And so, you know, it's a good habit. Sleep is not something you should take for granted. And I know it's tough because you guys, if you have ever had a busy schedule, I'm sure, like me, you've thought there's literally not enough time Like the one thing that can give is sleep. And so sleep is like, well, I can always like have less time for sleep. But in terms me of last time when I was like, <laughs> let me finish reading a little more. And then it was yeah. like midnight and I was like, I need to get up at 630. Yeah. So trust me, I've definitely fallen into the trap of like, oh, I don't need like as much sleep. Like I'll just suffer a little bit. Like instant gratification now is what I want. And then I'll just like suffer the consequences in the morning. But I'm here to tell you and remind you that you should not lose out on sleep if you can help it. And more likely than not, losing out on sleep will have more negative consequences than like the thing you stayed up to study extra for. Like sleep is helpful to your brain to help, you know, make new connections. Like it actually does help you like when you sleep more so I'm trying to take this advice myself I'm not like horrible with sleep but I definitely uh feel like I could have a better sleep relationship so or like there could be there's lots of things you can do if you like really want to take your sleep seriously um like you know, tips I that I always that. ignore because I'm like I never like want to do that but the people who like literally do it nothing in their bed except for sleep like they don't watch tv in their bed they don't go We're on their laptop in Megan's bed right now <laughs> like there are people who are like they do that and then you, like, only associate your bed with sleeping, which is great. Or some, some people will, like, not even bring their phones into their room. Or they'll, like, set their phone to charge it across the room. So they have to, like, get up to turn their alarm off. 
I've never done something like that, but just additional ideas for you guys. If you're like, okay, maybe you're willing to try something Some things that you could try out. I have heard of like the hatch alarms and those actually seem like they would be really nice. Like I think that, do you know what it is? Kind of. I think it's like there's an app for your phone and you have to get an actual device that it connects to. But I think you can like choose different things like of how it wakes you up and like it'll start like shining this like light in your room that will like progressively change to like, I don't know if you can choose like sunrise or something, but it will like gradually help wake you up. And then it also like makes noise too that like will like slowly wake you up. Like it's not supposed to be like this alarming like, you know, jerk you awake type of thing like most of our alarms are. It's supposed to be like nicely waking you up. But then I'd be kind of afraid that it wouldn't wake me up. Like, I feel like I can be a pretty heavy sleeper. So, maybe I'll look into that. I don't know. I haven't really looked into that much. But if you guys have a hatch alarm, let me know if you like it. Next thing is just positive thinking in general is a good habit for anyone to try to get in the habit of, I guess. Um, So, there's a couple things that I wrote down just for things that I thought fit well in this category. One could be having things to look forward to, and it, it really could be anything. Like, Sierra and I, we always are like, it's what do we have things. to look forward to? And it could just be, it could be finishing a tough week, and it being Friday, and saying, I'm going to do, like, nothing on Friday. It could be something like that. It could be, we're going on a trip this upcoming weekend, or we have a trip to look forward to, if that happens to be the case. It could be, I am going home to visit family or friends, or... You're going out of town with friends or whatever. Like, or like maybe you're going to start a new book that you've been like putting off because you haven't had the time. Maybe you're going to get ice cream for no reason. I just think having designated things that you know are coming up in your future that are exciting for you to think about are helpful. And they've helped Sierra and I get through challenging weeks because it's just something where you're like, I know eventually like time is going to pass and I'm going to get to this point where I'm doing this thing that I'm looking forward to no matter how small it may be. So that's always been something that we enjoy doing, and we talk about it a lot. We're like, what do I have to look forward to? And I'm like, what is the next exciting thing? And it's always sad when you, like, finish a big exciting thing, and you're like, no, I don't have anything. But then you have to look at the next thing. So start small, find the small things. I think, like, even if you try just, like, one thing every day, like, let's say you didn't start the day with something exciting to, like, look forward to, but just, like, find something, like, one thing that makes you excited. It could be going on a walk and be like, I'm going to go on a walk because that's what I want to do. Hot girl walks are getting big again. Yeah. The weather's changing. It's getting nicer. Repopularized by Ellie Thuman and Hannah Malosh. Is that what they... Oh, did you say repopularized? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, other things for positive thinking. Positive self-talk, I think, is huge. No one is going to hype you up more than yourself. Or At it should be. But it should be yeah. the case. Like, you're not in control... No one else, you're not in control of anyone else's thoughts of you, but you're in control of your own thoughts. And it's not always too easy to speak positively on yourself, but it is something that you can work on and actually change how you perceive yourself, how you talk about yourself, and those things matter. And I think, like, if you, like, why can't you be your own favorite person? Like, you have so much control over everything you do, so... You know, it sounds like easier said than done, but just like implement the things that you like about like what other people do. Do it yourself. Like be the person that you want to become, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, other things about positive thinking, just reframing different circumstances or life situations. 
I always feel like if you can learn to reframe the negative into some sort of positive, you're just going to have a more positive mindset and it's going to like make you maybe think about things differently or be like grateful that something happened that you wouldn't have otherwise been able to be grateful about. Yeah. Or just kind of like having a mindset of like things don't happen to you, but like you have control of the circumstances and situations and how you respond to them. Just like little tweaks in your mindset like that, where it's kind of like you're in control, you can work on changing things if you want to, or you can change how you respond to things um, and just feeling like you have control and how you feel, how you act and your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Or like I always, if something negative happens, I always try to implement kind of sort of like that what if scenario where it's like, oh, like you're running late, like for class or something and like you have to do X, Y, or Z to like get there on time or I don't know, class is a bad example. Let's say you're like you're, you missed the bus and you're like, shoot, like that's annoying. What if the bus would have been like an accident? That's like a dramatic example, but just like reframing that what if of like, oh, like something better is coming or like, you know, that stopped me from being involved in something else that would have been more annoying. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that would have happened, you won't know. So <laughs> just imagine. Um, one other thing I was going to say to finish this off, if I can remember. Um, maybe I won't remember. Basically, just like think positive thoughts. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what I was going to say. If I do, then I'll come back to it. But next category, next topic. Take time to figure out your goals. I feel like humans in general are motivated creatures and generally people have a set of like goals they'd like to achieve throughout their life or maybe they don't know what they are yet, but eventually people usually create different goals that they have for themselves. Um, And so I feel like these goals can vary a lot depending on your priorities. So you could have goals for school, you could have goals for your work and career, you could have entrepreneurial goals, family and friends goals related to that and so I feel like first of all it's about figuring out which of these categories and there could be multiple of them but which categories are important to you that you know you have goals related to them in and then trying to think through what those goals would be because I feel like you can't you don't necessarily just have a goal off the top of your head but I feel like it helps you to take the time to think about goals that way you know what you're wanting to work towards what you want your life to look like in the future if you're never kind of thinking and planning ahead of what that goal is, then you, you won't know ever, if you reach it and you don't have plans to, to... You can't take steps towards, like, achieving that goal. Exactly. If you don't know what it is. So, um, in terms of school, it could be goals like getting good grades. It could be goals related to trying to get into grad school. It could just honestly be graduating. That could be it. So, making plans related to that to make those goals happen. I think it's important, not not just with school, but when you're doing goal setting or action planning to achieve those goals, finding that kind of like uh, baby bear balance, like in Goldilocks, where it's like you don't want to do too little because you obviously want to achieve the goals, but you also don't want to do overkill where it's like you're not getting the return on your investment with the work that you're putting in. And also, like, if you put too much work in towards this one thing and you would have achieved the goal with a lesser amount of work, you're potentially taking time away from other goals you could be working on or just like other things that you could be doing so I think that's important to keep in mind because I'm sure during undergrad Megan and I if we look back we probably say like oh like we achieved our goals in some sense but we also probably spent way more time than was potentially needed to achieve those goals and that like time that we spent doing that probably took away from other stuff in our life that we could focus on yeah 
Um, other things in terms of like work and career could be setting goals towards like companies that you'd want to work for and how you can go about networking to be, you know, associated with that company or trying to get involved with that company. It could be knowing a specific location that you want to work in and trying to game plan what is moving look like if that's what it requires, what a company is in that location that you'd want to work for. And just like planning ahead, like just creating actionable steps is honestly like all we're talking about with any of these. Um, I already kind of mentioned like ways to network and then it could be something like you already have like a job, let's say, or you know a job that your career you're going into, trying to think of like a schedule that you like, because I think that scheduling um, is becoming more flexible with a lot of careers. And so you don't necessarily know, don't, you don't necessarily know what options are available to you if you don't ask. So trying to figure out if your work has any flexibility in like working earlier and then being done earlier or working later and being done later or having just like a flex schedule if possible. Um, you can also have potential entrepreneurial entrepreneurial goals. That's a hard word for me to say. <laughs> That's a big word for Elma. <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> no. But, uh, well, you know. Um, so any like companies or ventures or it could be like personal branding, like anything that you want to do that's like literally not going to get done unless you do it yourself. Um, if you want something to happen, then you're gonna have to actually take steps to plan out how it's going to work. Um, and then family and friends, that is just kind of like taking time to decide what priorities you have for, um, seeing your family, seeing your friends, planning ahead to see people, especially, I know this is something Sierra and I are going to probably take for granted when we move back to Des Moines. Like we're so excited to move back to Des Moines because we're going to be around family and friends, but it's also like, if I don't make plans to see them, then like I maybe still am not going to see them as much as I would like to, because people kind of need to know things in order to do things. So, um, just making sure that we have, we reach out to people and set things up or also since we're going to be like living in the same area, even doing like recurring things. So Mm -hmm. we talked about when we moved back, maybe trying to do some sort of like monthly book club with, um, us and Haley, maybe Maggie and kind of having that like as a set thing where we all know it's happening and it's regularly happening and it just gives us all a good time to catch up in person and we're all and talking about and books, expecting. you know, it like you need the the idea of like what it is that you guys are doing. It could literally just be a hangout if you wanted yeah, it to be a monthly hangout. But I also think it's fun to have like it's like why guys go golfing, you know, like they don't just go to golf. They go to hang out with their friends. So just like something like that where it's an activity that you and this certain group of people like doing. But like also the purpose is just to hang out because you're friends or family. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also just be, like, if you live by friends or family, doing, like, a weekly or monthly brunch or dinner. Just, like, having regularly scheduled things. Mm-hmm. And that could, again, kind of fall back into if you have those regularly occurring things set up that you look forward to, then that brings us back to our earlier topic of, like, finding things to look forward to to, like, keep you going. We all need those things throughout our life. Yes. Just things to keep you going. Um... Is that it for that one? Yeah. Okay. Next category. We would like to talk about habits that include things that will help you take care of yourself in ways that are reasonable and that will work for you. We're going to throw a lot of things out at you and you guys just need to determine and figure out what sticks and what works for you because everyone's going to have their own ways of how they take care of themselves, what they do to make themselves feel good. These are all just ideas. So... First thing I said was kind of bounce out, um, this is like food specific, bounce out the treats that you have 
with things that you know are good for you. I'm a very intuitive person. That's really the only type of quote unquote diet that I ever like would recommend anyone take on because I think that it's just the one that is most natural and is not going to lead to people getting into like bad relationships with food. And so I'm never measuring calories or tracking macros or anything. It's all about me knowing. I know ice cream's not great for me. I know popcorn's not great for me. I know pasta, in my opinion, is just fine. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> pasta for dinner is pretty good. You know, when I have like our cornflake chicken, mashed potatoes, and broccoli, I don't feel too bad about that. I try to drink a good amount of water. I try to just like be mindful of like, okay, instead of doing eating five meals in a row that I know are not good, let's do like one or two not as healthy meals a week and try my best as much as I can to balance that out with pretty well-balanced meals the other times. And it's just like a thought process that I try to be conscientious of. Um, Other things... Find ways to be active that you enjoy um, and try to do that somewhat regularly. So working out can look different for a lot of people. And it can be done for a lot of different reasons. The good thing about physical activity and fitness is that there are a lot of benefits. And so, like, if it's strengthening, that could be a benefit. But you could also do something for your mental health. Like, that could be a benefit. Like, we learned about, obviously, being in PT school, we learned about all the things that physical activity can do. And it's pretty much everything good. And so whatever your reason is, you can find a way to like move your body to receive that benefit. So some other things that we have, uh, including physical activity that you guys could think about incorporating would be just going on walks like we talked about, going on hikes. Which is I wish I lived somewhere walk. that had better hikes. Um, strength training, at-home workouts, video workouts, dance, workout classes, Pilates, yoga, spinning. Pickleball. Oh, my God. I want to get into pickleball when we go back to Des Moines. Didn't you, like, get sick of that? No, but I want to do it at, like, a tennis court. Okay. Like, I want to just, like, have it be its own thing. Because we used to, like, go to a place called Smash Park, which is, like, fun and all. But it's, like, a restaurant. I don't always want to, like, go spend money on, like, paddle boards and whatever. We could certainly try and uh, try and do that. Um, Become pickleball girls. <laughs> um, basketball. Like, it could be, like, a lot of different things. Um, this could, again, tying things together. If you have any of these that you want to do with any, like, friends or family, it could be a regularly scheduled thing that you do, and you're knocking out two birds with one stone. If it's, I'm working out, I'm also seeing X, Y, and Z people, and it's something I'm looking forward to. Connecting the dots. Next one, this is one that I'm, like, I so wish I was better, but I'm just, like, it's not me as a person. I'm doing it right now. Drink more water. Um... There are people who are water drinkers, and then there are people who struggle every day trying to drink as much water as they should, and they still don't drink as much water as they should. I'm the latter. Um, I just saw a TikTok, and I showed it to you. Remember, someone was like, how can you just, like, not like water? Yeah. And I was like, it's possible. I don't dislike water. It's just that there's either neutral to, like, not liking it. Yeah. Actually, I mean, sometimes if you're, like, literally dehydrated... Your body will make you like it. (laughs) But I'd say day-to-day basis, I'm either indifferent or I'm like, no. That's why I like my water flavoring. Yeah, water flavoring is a good life hack because even though it's not just pure water, at least it gets you to drink more water. Um, I also 
what motivates me and when I really, when I'm like, I need to drink more water. Um, usually my skin does pretty good and I don't struggle with breakouts that often, but if I'm realizing I'm, I'm drinking more pop, not as much water and like my diet hasn't been as good like, as I would ding, like ding. it to, it's another cue that I'm not doing as good as I need to. And so I will make it a point to then drink more water, decrease my pop intake and try to get back on track with my diet and usually my skin responds well. So, um, that's also a good motivator for myself and if that happens to you too it's a good way to just keep track of how you're doing and i have been meaning to do this for like a year at this point but i have a meaning to get a water bottle that i actually will like reuse and bring with with me and i want one of those water bottles that has like the time on it to tell you like when to drink a certain amount of water by here's the thing is when i have very few times in my life but there's been times where i'm like i try to Oh, like when we were trying to get, when we were getting our COVID shots and we were chugging like so much water, I felt like I was drowning and I wasn't even drinking as much water as I know some people drink in a day. So it's hard. And then I also felt like I was peeing so much. So I don't know yeah. how people do it as much as they do, but that's also another struggle for me. I think your body would get used to it though. If you like acclimated to drinking that much water right now, your body like, it's so not used to it. Yeah. My kidneys, they work well. <laughs> um okay what was oh my god remember when we justified uh how little water we drink one time with like that tiktok of a it was nephrologist like, or something or someone it like, wasn't imitating a nephrologist yeah and it was just like you don't trust your kidneys and i was like i do trust they'll my hold kidneys. on to water if you need it so anyway i digress drink water guys i'm just joking okay next category i didn't really know what to call it but I called it like the on-off time. And what I kind of mean is like when you're on the clock and when you're off the clock. And this can be relating to work. It can be related to a side hustle. It can be related to anything in your life. But I think it's important for you to designate like when you're done with something. So this could be work-life balance. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a different category for work-life balance? No, I'm just like on-off time. Yeah. Perhaps work-life balance. Would I be did include work-life balance. I said creates better work-life balance. Okay. So I, but yeah. Basically, you all probably know someone who like, they're willing to respond to like work emails 24 7 and while that is sometimes appreciated and it depends on like the job too because sometimes things are more like chaotic time is of the essence yeah i also i said there's caveats to this like so there are exceptions i'm aware but like nine times out of ten for most of the jobs people work if you don't respond like past five or six it can wait till the next day or the, the next morning you know and so i think just like saying okay, I'm trying to, like, be myself, trying to be a person for the evening. I'm not going to worry about work. I think it's important to, like, draw those cutoffs. And, and like, then cut yourself, like, get yourself off the hook. Yeah, and it creates better work-life balance. I think it prevents burnout. And so, yeah, I think creating that habit is a good one. Um, Next thing, just trying habits to get into these are like small things <laughs> what these are like small habits um so these are just small habits that we thought we'd throw in that we thought were just good like small little things you guys see what sounds intriguing to you and maybe incorporate them so one taking the stairs instead of the elevator escalator just a good way to like find that one extra thing you can do to like be a little bit more active in the day sarah and i are honestly like the biggest hypocrites um in terms of our apartment building because we take the elevator down to our parking garage but you know we could do better 
It's annoying. I would take the stairs if the stairs were like closer to our apartment door, but they're on like the opposite end of the hallway. So it's like, it's just like way more walking and like more time consuming. I don't do it to avoid the physical activity. I do it because it's time consuming, which you um, could probably say it's arguing yeah. either way. But in theory, we could get better. But usually when I'm at, um, like if we're shopping or going someplace, I do try to like kind of have a habit of like taking the stairs over the escalator or whatever, over the elevator too. So, so that's something that could be helpful. Um, so you're through brain games on here. It's always good to kind of get your brain active and try to challenge it. So there's like obviously games that are pretty commonly played. So Sudoku, I'm a big fan of Sudoku. I pretty much start off every single workout. Every single workout is physical, but it's also mental for me. There you go. Um, it, I just she said because we have Sudoku, Sudoku on the treadmills at the rec. And so I'm very boring in my dynamic warm-up for every single workout, even if I'm doing upper body, is a five-minute walk on the treadmill. And um, I put on an easy Sudoku so I can hopefully finish the whole thing in five minutes. And I usually do. And it's fun. I like Sudoku. Sometimes uh, I'll play an easy chess game on the treadmill. And I've there have been times where I finished it in five minutes. Dang. So, granted, it's the easy one. But I'm not very good at chess. So, But you can also just, like, there's chess apps. You could just play a physical game of chess if you wanted to. Like, I think chess is a great way to get your brain going. Because I just learned how to play last year. I actually enjoy it. I don't play it that much anymore because no one plays with me. But I can play with the computer. <laughs> so that's a good game. Wordle, obviously. Daily brain teaser yeah. for you. Um, crosswords would also be another mm, good option. Yeah, I like crosswords. Um, logic grids, which are those games where these ones really are kind of like, depending on how difficult they can make them, hard. they can be quite hard. But they're the ones that are just like a bunch of those boxes in like a lattice type format. Um, and you're giving clues where you're supposed to match the different boxes up and then like it's like it gives scenario. you like a list of like 10 clues where it's like Sally lives in the second house on the street. The third house is red and you have to like say things that match and things that don't match and like put X's or checks in the boxes until you get, you know, oh, the Sally lives in the first house and it's blue and you get like all the information for all the houses or whatever it is for. I think those are quite fun, but those are time consuming. So... Might not be a daily thing. But and then the last one we have is Duolingo. This is also another good daily option. Um, I actually just started using Duolingo at the beginning of this year because it was one of my um, resolutions was to learn Italian. And I do it pretty regularly. I haven't done it every single day, but I'm on like a 16 or 17 day streak right now. So I've been really trying to keep it up, keep it going. I do have my notifications turned on so that it does annoy me and bother me when it's like, a do dear, it. dear Duolingo. And it's been surprisingly, um, like, just an easy way to learn a language without it being, like, too annoying. Yeah. So. I thought that putting Duolingo in here for, like, the brain games was good because, yeah, it's, like, a gets your brain going. But, like, it's such a small thing to do every day. And, like, you're actually, like, learning a physical skill that you're gaining. Physical skill? I you're guess. Speaking. <laughs> a new language. I don't know. <laughs> you're learning a new skill. Okay. Um, another small habit to get into, genuinely thank people. I think this could be either verbal or writing physical thank you cards, but just like, I think a lot of times we think, think, think thanks <laughs> in our head. I was like, am I saying this right? Um, but I think it's always like underappreciated how much like a thank you can be valued by someone. And so as an example, for one of our classes, we have to write 
thank you cards to like our presenters that speak to us in class. And um, our professor showed us like response she got from someone like that had received our thank you cards. And she was like, I don't know if it's a she or he, but they're like, oh my God, like those thank you cards made my week. Like I've been having a really they tough time. It was time. like a top career highlight for them. Yeah. And they'd been a working person for like over 25 years. Yeah. Like and just like the thank crazy. you cards from our class meant a lot to them. And then I also remember from one of our classes we had to do last semester, everyone in our class had to write gratitude cards to everyone else in the class. And it was a lot of work to put in because we had to write 42 cards. But receiving them, I was like, oh, like, this is so nice. Like, it really makes you feel good about yourself. And so it reminded me to not undervalue the, I don't know what I'm saying. Not It just showed how it nice it was to be recognized by other people and do get an actual mm-hmm. thank you from them. And obviously, like, I received 42, so it was like, that was good, but like, Usually when you're thanking someone, it's like just you're thanking one person. It's not a lot of work on your end. So one small thing you do can make someone's whole day or whole week or whatever. Uh, This next one was just another small one kind of like to help you get a little bit more physical activity in your day. But just parking your car farther away from the store, it might make parking easier because there's less cars back there. And also a little bit longer of a walk is not going to hurt anyone. It actually will help you. So, And maybe if you're not parked by anyone, it'll prevent you from getting door dinged. Yes. It could be double whammy. Uh, this next one was kind of like, I will admit, it's just like me, like also having like just been in our differential diagnosis classes and stuff. Um, but getting like regular checkups. So going to regular physicals at your doctor, um, dentist, eye doctor, whatever, just like make sure you're continually getting like that get a yearly benchmark. Yeah. And knowing that things are good, things are looking good. You don't have any concerns or if you do have concerns, you're bringing them up now and it's only like another year until... Like, a year is not that long where usually if something's not right or seems off, it's a good place to catch it and be like, okay, let's figure this out. Um, We've had some differential diagnosis cases that we've talked about in classes where you're just, like, sad that people, like, Like, didn't go see something sooner that could have been handled sooner. So I just thought I'd throw that in here because I certainly think that taking care of yourself physically and taking care of your health is a good life habit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, scheduling those appointments is not hard. Um, next, plan your grocery list or meals before going to the store. I think this helps for a variety of reasons. One, if you're like Megan and I, you hate grocery shopping and you hate it with every fiber of your being. So when we actually plan out our meals and know what we want to eat for the week, then I can say, okay, well, if we need, if we're eating these meals, we know what we, like what ingredients we need to get. And helps you get in and get out faster, which is my number one goal because I... Like I said, I hate grocery shopping, and so I don't want to be in the grocery store for very long. And also just planning ahead is going to make it more likely so that you are more likely to have meals planned out. And if you plan out meals, maybe they're healthier, and it's just overall probably going to lead to you having more healthy options, which is always good to help balance out when you're not eating so healthy, things like that. And I think it's also, you know, if you run into the grocery store with no idea, like, what you want to get, it can make it easier to, like, grab things that you don't necessarily need not to say, like, you need to restrict yourself or anything. I'm not trying to be dramatic. But just, you know, if you grocery shop and you know what you need to get, then you're less likely to just be like, oh, like, those Oreos. I'm going to get those because I don't have a list and those look good. Um, another thing that I know is something a lot of people get in the habit of doing and really speak highly of is journaling. Um, my relationship with journaling is that I have tried it before, um, but I don't do it very often. Um, and I honestly, like, I couldn't say the last time I've journaled, honestly, but it used to be more so like if something 
big happened in my life or I just feel like I needed to like think through things, then maybe I'd like pull out a journal. I do technically have like a designated journal. I just don't use it very often. Um, what I do instead and what works nicely for me is kind of like this nightly reflection. Just like when I'm laying in bed, I talk through things in my head, like if things are bothering me or just like things that I'm looking forward to. Like it's just like my self-reflection time. And I think that works well and I can do that more consistently and I still get a lot out of it compared to like writing down in a journal. Mm -hmm. I kind of do both of those. I don't journal like regularly by any means, but I'd say like every couple or few months I like write something down. And like you said, I do kind of use it as a benchmark of like, here's what has happened in my life recently. Like I do use it in that sense, but I also do like write down some of the things I'm thinking. I also like sometimes if I feel like I'm in one of those like weird moods where it's like I just like have so many things that I'm thinking I'll like word vomit on like I don't know like a note or like on my phone or like whatever just like to write literally anything that I'm thinking of just like get it out there and maybe help like reestablish some of my own thoughts and like say like oh like this is why it's bothering me or like x y or z and I don't do anything with that I usually just delete it but just like word vomiting everything like not worrying about how it sounds like what you know what you're portraying because you're the only one reading it and then just like saying okay I think I better understand maybe like why I'm feeling this way or, you know, what I should do to fix this. So I don't know. That's helped me sometimes. Um, There's also just like some people do kind of um, journals where they do it every morning. It's kind of like a prompted journal thing. So it doesn't have to be like super deep thoughts from you, but it's just like a little something to start your day. Um, Or you could do like devotionals if you're wanting to do something like a little bit more religious or you could just write down things that you're grateful for. That could be like in the morning or at night. And, and really those anything. things kind of play into like that positive mindset we talked about earlier. You start the day or end the day, just like if you have, if you just be more mindful, I feel like you're going to have a more positive mindset. And I think all these journaling options will help promote that. Another habit to get into, reducing your screen time. It's a hard thing to do. It is. Um, something I think that helps a lot other than just like saying, I'm going to reduce my screen time. It's kind of like, okay, well, what are you going to fill your time with instead? Because just reducing screen time, like, are you just sitting doing nothing instead? Um, So these are just, like, some ideas for hobbies. Um, And my goal with this was, like, to make it so they're just, like, fun things to do instead. Because usually when we're going on our screens, it's, like, for nothing more than, like, a dopamine boost. Um, So reading, because we cannot stop talking about reading. So that's an option. Um, And that genuinely has reduced my screen time when I'm reading a lot. Knitting or crocheting, I feel like was like another thing that just popped in my head of like things that you could do. Um, catch up with friends, um, doing board games or cards or something like that with friends or by yourself. You can play solitaire by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's like really important to reiterate how like hobbies. Yeah, it's fine to like have hobbies that you like do. It's like a side hustle or whatever. But like just having a hobby that is like truly something you're doing literally only for fun. Like there is no reward you get like from doing it you don't like it's just for fun I think it's important to have those because then you're like that was nice that I did that and there's like no other like added benefit you just did it because you wanted to um the other thing you can do is also obviously like setting timers on specific apps on your phones I will say I tried doing that um a long time ago like probably when it first became an option and I very quickly just found myself like going over and then being like override stop the timer you guys could do is something that I have implemented. Part of this is because like, well, I initially did it because like having followers on social media, like I turn off like all my notifications. Cause like I didn't want to get notified every time like a picture got a like or like a comment or something. 
And so I don't know how, you know, you guys all implement your notifications, but like I have notifications for Facebook off, notifications for Twitter off. Like I don't have my Snapchat notifications on except for like when I'm receiving something, but like I don't receive Snapchats very often. I don't use them very often, but just reducing like notifications are to get you on the app. And so if you reduce the amount of notifications that you receive, you're less likely to get on the something app. Something else that helped on Instagram was honestly like the, you're caught up on everything too. No, it worked on me though, because now I go to the explore page and I oh. never used to do that. So. Okay. Never mind. So at first I'd, I would do that and go through and then I'd like just leave. But now I go to the explore page and I look at my book people. So they, they've tricked me. Um, another thing is making playlists for your mood. I feel like it's always good. It doesn't have to be like a happy mood playlist. I feel like anytime you can find music that resonates with whatever mood you're in. cathartic. Um, is always good. And just like it kind of helps you feel those emotions out and kind of like move on. Like if you're in like a not great headspace or mood, listening to songs that resemble that, like Sierra was saying, I think can be cathartic and then help you like, I think it's just something that can help you like move past that. Like and get over that barrier. And then move on. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, like, I need to get out, I need to get out, I need to get out. But then, of course, like, if you're happy and in a good mood, like, listen to those happy songs all day long. Yeah. I have a playlist that I made at the beginning of this year called Serotonin. It's got all these happy songs that I like listening to. Okay. Another habit I think you should get into is volunteering. So, Megan and I have been fortunate enough to have a few different volunteer experiences that our, like, program has kind of enforced upon us, I guess. We have, like, 30 hours of, like, service that we have to do. And then we also, last year, because I felt bad since I had a goal of, like, volunteering and I hadn't done it outside of school. So we did, like, Meals from the Heartland, which is just, like, you help pack meals. And I feel like, one, I forget how easy volunteering is. Like, volunteer jobs are not difficult just, like, because they're for volunteers. Like, you don't need any past experience to be a volunteer for most things. And I think depending on what organization or thing you're helping out with, it can just be a reminder to, like, be grateful for for the things in your own life. If you're, like, you know, like, Meals from the Heartland, we don't have to worry about, like, where our next meal is. So it just be – it allows you to be thankful for, like, not having to worry about that kind of stuff. And it can also just be a good opportunity to meet new people. Okay. This is our last kind of category, I guess. Um, and this is one that honestly, like I still am working on a lot, but it's to improve your financial literacy. Um, mostly because I know that if you don't know anything, you don't know what you don't know. And so then how do you even know what to work on improving? Um, I actually really like that our program, we have a class that we're in right now that, um, it's talked a lot about like the business side of PT, but also our professor does a good job of just like wanting to help us as people who are about to go get jobs and like be on our own gain a better understanding of like how to set ourselves up for success um and our parents also do a pretty good job of like if we have questions which like I have to admit sometimes like I don't even know questions to ask um but I know my parents know more than I do so they're also a resource that I can turn to um but it's hard like I get it I honestly like I know I should know more about financial literacy but like my interest it's hard for me to get my interest up where it needs to be but I know that it's something that's going to like benefit me in the long run so you and me both we can all be working through this one um you can definitely try learning things on your own um because I know like there's a lot of people you can go to and like pay them and they'll figure stuff out for you but that's only if you have like the means to do so otherwise your only option really is to like figure it out on your own um I thought I'd throw this out there I don't know much about it but I know that her first 100k is like 
something on Instagram or maybe they have other platforms or a website where their stuff is kind of targeted towards helping women gain better financial literacy. So that's something you could check out. I personally have not, but I know that it's I've an option. That. Um, I've seen it a couple times. And then also I just saw TikTok too, where it was like a girl kind of like making a joke about something financial related. And then like their TikTok commented on it too, being like, Hey, like come check us out. Mm-hmm. Um, also investment apps. There's definitely ways that you can do that on your own. Obviously try to do your own research, but you can be like, your own person and you don't have to be working under someone or paying someone else to do investments for you. So there's different things like public.com and Robinhood that I simply found via quick Google search as things I thought I'd throw out there. Um, but of course there always are options. If you're like, if you really just don't know where to get started, there's certainly people who are experts for a reason, but of course they cost money and you need to pay them. So meeting with a financial advisor or someone in that career field could be helpful Oftentimes they will meet with people like for free um, just to like even talk through stuff. So if that's a route that you wanted to go, then that could be helpful. And that just about does it for everything we planned for this episode. Hopefully we hit a wide variety of topics and I hope you guys got at least one thing that you found helpful that you plan to implement in your own life. Yeah. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.